Hey, Shipper City. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into the episode, do me a favor and consider tapping that support this podcast link in your favorite podcast player. Every little bit helps us stay on the air and keeps us creating the content that you love. Be sure to follow along on social. We are on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at iShipItPod. You can head over to the website, iShipItPod.com, to sign up for email updates when new episodes are released. And you can send us emails at iShipItPod at gmail.com. And remember to rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to and tell your friends that you ship it. So take a second, do all of that while you enjoy a word from our sponsors. Thor ate a lot of Pop-Tarts in these fanfics. It is a hot garbage fire. Do you not know what sex pollen is? I mean, phantom seed. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't care. I ship it. I don't care. I ship it. Hey there, geek girls, geek boys, and geeks beyond the binary. This is Emily J with the I Ship It podcast, your safe space on the internet for fan fiction, fandom, and all that stuff you've been pretending you're not reading on your phones. Hello and greetings from the end of the world. How is everybody? Um, despite that my the place where I live currently is uh, on fire and everything's awful as it has been pretty much since day one of 2020, I'm actually in a great mood today. Um, I just, I don't know what it was. Like I slept really, really well. I think it was probably because I was able to sleep with the knowledge that no matter what, how crazy things go, that um, Captain America's face would be guarding my pussy. That really set me on, you know, set me at ease. Did you think I wasn't immediately going to talk about what happened uh, this this weekend, friends, with our our uh, our esteemed captain in his instagram snafu i'm sorry uh i already talked about real world news and now we're on to the really important stuff um which is what you come here for and i'm trash so if you thought i was going to be somehow not trash about this exact thing uh you're wrong because i've been laughing about this since it was brought to my attention yesterday uh i don't know when i'll stop laughing about it it doesn't doesn't appear to be anytime soon um so Listen, <laughs> Chris Evans, dick, who cares? I'm sorry. Dick pics in general, I really, if we could just wipe them from the record, if jury could disregard for the rest of time, I think it would be too soon. Um, I don't care about them ever. Not when I was sent them, which thankfully it has been a very long time. This is not an invitation to start up again, by the way. But anytime I was ever sent one, it's like I never know how, never knew how I was supposed to react anyway. Like, I, okay, so usually it would be like, it was always unsolicited. I've never asked for a dick pic ever. Um, that's not a flex, by the way. I, I, if you're into that, cool. Um, you must be very happy with current dating rituals because... Uh, every time I received one, it was unsolicited. And my response was always like kind of like Seth Rogen's in the night before when James Franco accidentally is texting him pictures of his dick. And it's just like, that's a dope dick, homie. I don't know what you want me to say about it. Like, I don't want to say thanks. I don't want to encourage this. What am I supposed to do? Like print it out, frame it, not show anybody else, I guess. Um, anyway. <laughs> The, the thing is, I'm not, uh, I don't do sexy, all right? I like sex, 
I like it a lot. Uh, I'm not a sexy person. Um, like I don't seduce and destroy. Uh, sexting, I don't know her. Uh, I'm I'm too awkward. I think I don't know what it is. But what you, anyway, when I actually started dating Jer, in fact, I told my bestie. I was like, one of the things I really like about him is that he's a grown ass man. And she's like, what does that mean to you? And I was like, I don't really know, but it feels like it's highly unlikely that he's ever going to text me an unsolicited dick pic. And she was like, oh, honey, he's a keeper. <laughs> she was right. He is a keeper. I kept him. Um, again, this is all. Keep in mind, the word I'm using here frequently is unsolicited. OK, I don't care one way or the other people ask for things and they receive them great that's wonderful that's beautiful consent it was the unsolicited slew of i don't know what to do with these that i was receiving in 2007 2008 when camera phones first became a thing now that things are like crazy high def and whatever i'm sure people who love taking pictures of their junk are having a great time and good for them speaking of now listen who actually cares about Chris Evans dick when we can talk about what else was on that camera roll that we saw in that video. Okay, before anybody needs to turn this off because they're worried this is all we're going to talk about, we'll get to it. We'll get to an actual episode in a second. But I just want to explain what happened. So over the weekend, uh, Captain America, Mr. Chris Evans shared a video on Instagram that was obviously recorded on his phone previously. And I actually, I don't know how this would have happened, but whatever. Um, I guess he was, the video played and then it it ended. And, you know, when you take a photo or you a video is over, it goes to your camera roll. So then the camera roll was, uh, was shown on the video. And in the camera roll was a lot of things, including a, what everybody is assuming is a picture of his dick. We don't know if that's what it is. Could be somebody else's dick. We don't know it's his. That's That would be very interesting, too. More interesting, I would think. But nobody wants to seem to talk about that possibility. So who cares? It doesn't matter. He's a grown man if that's what he wants to take pictures of. Cool. Go for it. Have fun, buddy. Um, more importantly, I think, is what else was visible on the camera roll, which I just mentioned, and, and where my intro came from, uh, which is that he has saved on his phone a photo of his own face with the words guard that pussy emblazoned upon it i'm gonna go ahead and assume he's taking a note from carrie fisher's book and he's saving memes with his face on them because he thinks they're funny like she used to do with fan art about her in the gold bikini um and this like the really gross creepy porn stuff she thought was hilarious and she would save it and love it um, so I assume he saved that on his phone <laughs> and this, this must be discussed. Please, please, this must be the true takeaway. Okay. Please disregard the nude. Nobody cares. Don't, don't share that. Don't, who cares? It's not important. What is important is the guard that pussy meme that it lives on his phone <laughs> and it deserves all of the attention because what a fucking loser. <laughs> I love him so much. So <laughs> yesterday when this all happened um, and I can get to the actual like Internet response because it is kind of interesting what happened there, too. But in my own personal world, um, a friend of mine <laughs> sent me this information. We discussed all of the important things 
i.e. guard that pussy. And I was sitting in the living room. Jer was in the office. He's doing voiceover work, which means I have to be quiet, which is surprise, surprise, difficult for me. More so when I'm being confronted with all of the feelings that I had about what was just happening, what we have of the internet were experiencing collectively together. And so I was sitting there with like my hand over my mouth, tears streaming down my face, trying not to laugh. It was like church giggles times 10 because I wasn't supposed to be, I'm not supposed to be making any noise. I, I try really hard to be quiet because I don't want to mess up, you know, any recordings or work or whatever. So I've got tears streaming down my face. I'm like screaming into pillows because I was laughing so hard. And... <laughs> about what a total tool he is. <laughs> this is the only good thing that's come out of this hellscape of a year thus far. And so I, I kind of got my shit together by the time Jerry was done working and he came out and he was like, what, what, what did I miss? Not that I was like super obvious about it, I think. And so I got, I, I started trying to tell him and I got to the meme and I was losing my shit again. And he was like, oh, like you wouldn't save a photo of yourself you found on the Internet if somebody stamped guard that pussy on it. And I was like, what are you talking about? Of course I would. Don't you know me at all? If it were my face, the Internet had decreed they wanted to guard that pussy and put it on a meme. I would have that photo displayed at my funeral. I would think it was the funniest fucking shit in the world. And Jared was like, well, maybe you and he have that in common. So maybe it's true. Um, but more important than all of that that happened. Actually, this is kind of sweet. Um, so once the leak occurred, and of course he deleted it immediately and then has said nothing since. He's a big baby. And all he would have to say is the word oops. And then he would go back and then everybody could fucking laugh about it. Like, as if I need permission. But everybody could fucking laugh about it. We could get on with our lives. But he's not doing that. So whatever. Um, and so then the whole internet, because everyone's like, oh, that's not cool. People, like, screen capped it right away. And now they're sharing it all over the place. And, like, you know, that's not fair to him. Blah, blah, blah. Um, whatever. <laughs> Which is, it's nice. But there's a double standard that I don't need to get into right now. Um, that... So everybody's like flooded the Chris Evans hashtag with like pictures of his dog and like him being nice at award shows or whatever and like him and his mom or something. I don't know. Just like a bunch of like non-dick related material, um, which is is nice because then the the filth was kind of pushed to the bottom and lost. Um, and it was, that was fine. I mean, I, I don't think he has anything to worry about. I don't think his job is in jeopardy. Unlike, you know, I mean, and the thing is like this, the reason I'm laughing about this is because he's a 40 year old man with who has a lot of fame and money and security to comfort him in this dark and troubling time. Um, people are kind of treating him like he's a, you know, a abused Yorkie that's like shaking and peeing with anxiety about this. And if that's the case, sorry, I guess I'm a total asshole. Um, but I thought it was fucking hilarious. And the fact that he did it to himself because he doesn't know how to work his phone is so human to me, <laughs> kind of endearing, um, especially considering the character he's well most well known for is a 95 year old man in a 25 year old man's body who doesn't know how to work his cell phone. And if any fictional character was ever accidentally going to share a picture of their dick, 
it would be Captain America. So this actually is really more just like fan fiction come to life, which is why I'm talking about it on my podcast. Anyway, again, the the non the not safe or the explicit image uh, that I'm certain is still floating around the internet because we're a bunch of feral beasts is not the point. Um, the best thing that came out of yesterday was that we all know now we can all sleep well knowing that our pussies are guarded, and that's what that's what really matters. You know, you need that security in these dark and troubling, uncertain times. So, also, that is my cause of death. Uh, I died when I saw that yesterday and my life will never be the same. So how about that? Speaking of good news, which all of that was, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says about it. I thought it was all great news. Um, speaking of good news, I got something in the mail. Yes. Or today, actually, it came like my mail doesn't get here till like whatever time late so i don't get it till the next morning but i got something in the mail this morning from a friend of mine um actually the same friend she's just bringing the good news lately um the same friend who told me about the the camera roll snafu um i got something in the mail it is a heavy metal postcard which i was promised she asked if i wanted to receive one for my birthday and i was like i don't know what this is but sure of course and then she commented on one of my fix. It was like, hey, check your mailbox. There should be something coming your way. <laughs> and I believe she said it was like something with lasers, griffins, and tits coming your way. And I was like, I like all those things. Sure. Yeah. Obviously, that's I, I, I don't know what this could possibly mean, but thank you. I will look forward to it. It is a glorious heavy metal postcard. The Postal Service, the USPS, does not censor anything that comes through the mail. So it's just heavy metal porn, I think. It's fucking great. I I assume these are like classic or vintage or retro that she found somewhere. It's wonderful. It's exactly what she told me it was. Uh, It was a woman with her tits out shooting a laser gun on the back of a griffin in like a hellscape which i assume is actually how i'm gonna end 2020 uh that seems at this point a very likely end scenario for like new year's eve um so (laughs) it got me thinking about how nice it was to receive good news in the mail um my fellow Americans, as we know, this is, again, a, just a quick taste of real life, which is sucks. Uh, my fe- fellow Americans understand that our postal service needs our help. It is under attack uh, and out of money. And we have an election coming up where we depend on the mail. Um, so I thought it would be a good time to remind everybody to, if they can, go buy some stamps or some sweet USPS swag from their website. All of that money that we spend there and all the stamps that we buy and anytime we use them to send our packages helps to keep them funded and keep them going. Um, and we do still need them. So when this sweet postcard came my way, um, it also supported <laughs> supported the USPS and I got to receive some beautifully hand-drawn porn. What What is better? Nothing. Um, so it got me thinking about that. And then there's also in one of the Discord servers that I'm in right now, there is an event. Uh, it's like every month or every other month they do kind of a little challenge or an event um, for, you know, fix. You can have a theme or whatever. Um, and this month's challenge is uh, the epistolary fic. 
Now, I did not know what that word meant, and I'm hoping that I'm saying it right because I've only seen it written, and there's always a chance that I'm saying it wrong. So many words of my life, I've been convinced I've said them correctly, only to be horribly mistaken. And so I don't want to, you know, be making a total ass of myself. But I I assume it's epistolary. I don't know how else you could say it. So that's what I'm going with. It is an epistolary fic event for the month of September um, that this, this server is having. I'm not participating because I have a bunch of other fic that I'm writing that doesn't work along with it. But a bunch of people are. And I was like, I don't know what this is. What is it? What the hell is an epistolary fic? So in case you don't know, because I didn't, I went to Fanlore, which is an offshoot of AO3 because they do so much. Um, epistolary fics are uh, fanfic in the form of collated documents. Most usually these are letters, often written between characters in a romantic pairing. Uh, email may take the place of traditional letters when appropriate to the story setting. And other types of documents, such as diary entries, newspaper clippings, or a mix of forms may be used as well or as an alternative. So I have read epistolary fics. Um, I've read... Sometimes they can, you know, I think it's kind of a broad spectrum. Um, it doesn't have to just be only in letters. The ones that I had read pre prior to this event happening and prior to this weekend when I decided to do this as my topic um, had just been letters. And I'll be honest, I didn't really love it because I'm trash and if the characters are just writing letters. They aren't kissing. And if they're not kissing, they're probably not banging. And they're definitely, you definitely can't see that in letter form, right? Love letters are one thing. And if you want to swoon, I guess they're cool. <laughs> but, um, but I read fanfic for a very small number of reasons. And usually that's not what I can get in an epistolary fic. But I decided to broaden my horizons this weekend. It was like, you it doesn't just, they just, just don't just have to bang, Emily. Like, sometimes there can be actual story that has nothing to do with when are these two going to get it on. And you can just be patient and you can watch it develop through that. Um, there's also, I guess, you could have, like, the letters being, the, the correspondence being the main point, um, but also have full narrative happening in the background, kind of you've got male style. I don't know if there is a strong you've got male AU lurking out there somewhere um, that I could kind of dig into. I don't want to go that far yet. One of the fix that I picked for this week does kind of hint on that or kind of is, is along those lines. Um, but it's not a total you've got male AU. In fact, it's not even tagged like that. So that's just me making connections where maybe the author did not intend. So there's that. Um, there's also, this is actually something I've seen a lot of in um, some Captain America fix with Stephen Bucky, where there's a lot of um, official military correspondence as well as, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Oh, like hist historical books or papers or, you know, things that were written about the Howling Commandos, about Bucky. Um, afterwards and put in like that so you can kind of piece together sort of the public's view of of him after he died in the war um, before it was revealed that he was the Winter Soldier. And um, so there's a lot of things like that. So that can also be an epistolary fic. 
Um, also, not just emails now, but texts, tweets, anything, um, anything social media related can can be considered. I have a friend who just started writing a fic um, about it's at AU, wherein Darcy and Steve are co-hosts on a reality show, and the whole internet is shipping them together. So she has a bunch of like Photoshop screenshots of you know. Um, like tweets and Instagram things and people like, you know, putting their pictures together with little hearts and shit like that, like I do. Whatever, what have you. Um, it's adorable. I'm super jealous of people who not only can do that in Photoshop, but possess the uh, the technical prowess to put those pictures into the AO3. Because while AO3 is amazing and wonderful, and everything we've ever asked for. I personally cannot embed photos into my text editor. Not necessarily the end of the world because I've just learned to write without learned. I've just, I just write without them. I always have. Um, but I, I would love very much if there was like an easier way to kind of drag and drop a photo or an image or some something into the text it would make things a lot easier. I could get a little bit more creative. Also, if you're listening, AO3, uh, an ability to easily drag and drop a GIF reaction into a comment without having to do HTML would be so sweet, so nice. I don't know what would have to happen in order for that to, to be a thing, but it would make my commenting so much more hilarious if I could just use all the Kermit the Frog gifts that I have saved on my phone. Just to jump back real quick, uh, not to stand above Mr. Evans and his iPhone snafu. If somebody saw my camera roll, they would probably be like, what a fucking loser as well. So we all do it. We all have shit on my phone, on, on your phone, on our phones that we don't want other people to see, which was my whole point, which is why this is so fucking human and hilarious. <sighs> guard that pussy so um forever forever cause of death there it is um so yeah so there's there's a whole bunch of options that we can explore there's all kinds of different things like i said the thing with the photoshop is actually really cool it it's something that one of the authors i'm going to talk about in a moment use here um this week and and you can and you can play around with it as well so it doesn't just have to be you know um, one you know character A writes to character B character B writes back there can be all kinds of different things Um, there are, are like especially especially if you use email and if it's like inner office emails where it's like reply all or reply only one um, kind of situations it can be really funny it's like round robin and you can show how like office, uh, office gossip works and things like that um and then and then of course you know you get to the end and it's like you get to see everybody's reaction to what has transpired off screen off camera because obviously like i said they're not gonna you're not gonna see them interact face to face in a letter or an email or a text so it's it's a cool thing i like it um i didn't think i would but i've i've the ones especially the ones i found this week have been really fun. And the ones I've been reading through the uh, contributions from the server have also been really great. So it's been a nice little like, oh, I guess I don't hate these. That's nice. 
a little little wake up call. So that's that's what that's what we're talking about this week. That's what we talked about this week, and um, that's the epistolary fic. So that being said, we can get into the actual fix themselves. But um, oh, before I do, I do want to let you know that I had way too much fun making that poorly uh that low res poor quality video of steve and bucky talking about the episode last week so we're just gonna do that forever i have a i have a little uh tripod now for my phone so it can stay in one place and i can very poorly direct (laughs) nothing was in focus it was so bad nothing was in focus um the the cuts were so painfully obvious um, it was great. I loved it so much. And I will do that again next week until you guys beg me to stop, I guess. And then even even then I probably won't. So um, just in case you're wondering, I have a whole I have a little whole little skit mapped out for this week already. And yes, it does involve sexy new Steve. Um, oh, hey, real quick before I get into the fix, something else somebody mentioned on Instagram. Somebody said that the corpse bride... I want to say her name is Emily. The Corpse Bride Funko, if you recall my rant from last week, could very easily be repainted into a Darcy or a Cat Dennings. And I am mad that I looked because I happen to agree. However, when I try to paint anything, it's like a five-year-old did it with their feet. So I'm sad because like, I... Now I'm even I mean I feel even more sad because now I feel like oh it's an it's possibly an option if I had talent um, I do not so if somebody else is out there and they're like I would like a Darcy I'm offering you the option of trying to repaint the Corpse Bride chick into something more Darcy esque you know not blue I think is probably where you'd start. Um, and then, my God, please, if you do it, please, 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 please send me a picture. And then maybe I'll commission you to do one for me. <laughs> Since the closer we get to December, to December, uh, the, the more it feels like we may not be getting WandaVision this year at all, which means probably no Darcy Funkos for Christmas. Um, if you decide to do this I god please 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 send me a picture or tag me or something let me know that you've done it i really want to see how it turns out i will not be attempting it on my own because i don't hate myself quite that much yet so on to the fix first one is called lucky us by princess kitty one which i think is the cutest name It sounds like a a username I would have picked in third grade, which I love so much because I think when I was nine, I was my truest self. And maybe I should go back to naming things Princess Kitty, but that's definitely what I would have picked. So good job, Princess Kitty one. This fic is adorable. All right. So it is from the something called the Miraculous Ladybug fandom. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I have never heard of this at all. I don't know what a Miraculous Ladybug is. I don't know if it's a book or a TV show or anything. I could have looked up even the slightest bit of it. But I was so entranced by this fic, this AU, that I didn't need to. 
because I was like, I don't care what this is. I don't care where these these characters came from. I just love this. So I have another AU episode planned where we're going to talk about why AUs are so wonderful. But one of the things that is so wonderful about them is that you don't need the source material. You don't need to know how these people fit into in the canon universe because you've made them fit together so well here in this alternate universe, in this A universe. So Miraculous Ladybug fandom, whatever you are, assuming you are not a bakery AU, but you were in this fic, and I was so here for it. Listen, I love... I love a bakery AU. We've talked about this. Bakery, coffee shop, that any restaurant, any food service AU. Girl, save me a seat. I am there. Um so it's a it's a it's a lengthy fic. It's 140,000 words, but each of them are so sweet and adorable. I am not finished yet. I will in- indeed be finishing this fic because even though it's lengthy, it is the cutest thing in shoes. It's the cutest thing in shoes. I don't know anything about this fandom. I'm so happy it was an AU. I don't need to know who these characters are, but they are uh, if you if you know what Miraculous Ladybug is, um uh it's the characters who are involved here are Marionette Dupin Shang. I don't think it's Shang, like I think it's it's French, so I'm screwing that up. Um, sorry, du, Dupin Sheng, Sheng, whatever. And Adrian Argest, Argest. Um, anyway, I don't know who these characters are in this fic. They are pen pals who don't know each other, but they are flirting over email. I guess she emailed him by mistake one day. She got a letter. She got she had a typo or something, and she emailed him. And he's like, hey, this email wasn't for me, but let's be friends. So they've been emailing back and forth. And he's very, very flirtatious. And she's like kind of trying to play it cool. But she's she's flirting back too. Um, but so they flirt over email and they're flirting in real life and they don't realize it. It's so cute. Oh, my God. It's so adorable. I just want to like gobble it up like cotton candy and live in this AU. So again, Lucky Us by Princess Kitty One. If if any of that sounded good to you, I don't need to know about Miraculous Ladybug. If you want to tell me about it, cool. I might look it up. I might be disappointed if it's not a Parisian bakery, though, uh, where these people are obviously in love. So who knows? I might find something new that I absolutely adore because of this fic. And isn't that wonderful? That's just so great. I love fan fiction. So next one is uh, called Like It or Not by Short Crust. This is a Twitter fic, as in it's entirely written in tweets that are really well done in Photoshop, like I mentioned earlier. It's um, from the Witcher fandom, which I have not finished. Annie, I know you're listening to this. I have not finished The Witcher yet. I got up to episode six, I think, and then um, my motivation to finish it fell away, and that's not the fault of the show. It's my own busy brain. So... Anyway, I know who these characters are. It's um, Geralt. Yeah, I don't think it's Geralt. I think it's Geralt. And Yaskir. Uh, that's who's in this. It's a modern AU wherein Yaskir is a, uh, he's a famous singer or a musician, 
which Joey Bates, the actor who plays him, is also a musician in real life. And he's really playing the lute and singing and all of the things, all the scenes that he does in The Witcher. Um, But so he is a musician, a famous musician, and Geralt is his surly loving husband. And the Internet is reacting to them being a couple. And it's really quite adorable. Um, The... It's all, like I said, it's all tweets. So it's very short. It's like a thousand words. Um, and it's just so cute. And it's like, oh, when your faves, when your celebrity faves are happy and you're happy and you're just like a happy little shipper. It's just nice. That's what it is. Uh, all right. Last two. We have Marriage of True Minds by Spicy Shimmy. That is a username that I can totally get behind. I love that one. Uh, so this is an arranged marriage AU between Spock and Kirk. From Star Trek, obviously. Um, and it's Spock writing to Kirk. Uh, he starts writing to him on his 17th birthday as a way for them to get to know each other before um, they meet in person for this, you know, political alliance marriage that they've been promised to each other to. And I don't know much about Star Trek, but I do feel like this spicy shimmy really nailed the 17-year-old versions of Spock and Kirk uh in their in their dialogue this one is not um or this one is like i guess a true epistolary fic in that it's just letters so there's nothing out happening outside um outside of that it's just the correspondence it's another very long fic these are not this is this is another marathon but if you're into star trek um i think you might enjoy it it's it's cute it's it's really funny cuz they're both total disasters in different ways, which I think is something I love in any pairing, um, especially any pairing that has been so beloved by the internet. And Star Trek, I mean, Spock and Kirk, I, is, I don't think it gets any more, any more original gangster than that. I mean, they, the people have been shipping them since the 60s, since the dawn of fandom itself. And... Um, Oh, actually, I did want to put this out there. Since we're talking about Star Trek, if anybody knows of like an old school OG from the 60s housewife fangirl um, who would be willing to talk to me on this show about Star Trek, I would love nothing more than to talk to that person. Obviously, it doesn't have to be a housewife. It could be a house husband. It could be a male, female, don't care. I would like to talk to an old, a genuine fandom old and I say that, I use that term with the utmost love and respect. Um, I always think I'm going to do a Star Trek episode, but I just really want to know if there is somebody out there who would talk to me about what it was like to be a fan in the early, early, early days of zines and pre-internet fandom. As far as Star Trek goes, I don't think it could get any cooler. So that is a little pet project, something that I would love very much to make come true is to be able to speak with someone about their their sci-fi love back pre-internet if you know of somebody if you have somebody in your life who you think you could possibly convince to come on to my show and talk to me about it oh my god I would be so happy I would be so happy and I would 100% figure out all of the technical difficulties for them and make it as smooth a, a smooth a experience as possible all right so if you know somebody please 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 help me make this dream come true Final fic is called Dear Mama by Ferrero13. Um, this is a Yuri on Ice fic. We haven't had one of these for a while. I know that um, a bunch of people got really into Yuri on Ice after we had that great episode with Nia back 
a million years ago, um, back so many times, like two years ago now. Oh my gosh. And um, so yeah, so this is Yuri on Ice. This is the main ship from that um, that canon. So it's Victor and Yuri. And this is another true epistolary fic in that it's just letters. It's told um, by letters. Victor writes to his mother and her responses. Um, and I actually just really enjoyed the structure of this one because it's very straightforward. Every chapter has two letters. It's one to mom and one from mom. And you get the whole fic. Um, you get the whole, you know, the whole story through this, you know, exasperated mother's eyes. Um, and it's it's really sweet. There's a lot of love that's written in, in between all the lines. And um, yeah, just it's it's a very cute. These are all really sweet fix. Uh, I did not go angsty on any of them. Um, I just think, yeah, I just think they're all very like, OK, we need some softness right now. We need some sweetness. Everything's hard and awful. So have some have some sweetness. All right. Um. I have this rule where I try not to wreck the same person two weeks in a row. So I'm going to do this more of like an honorable mention. And I'm going to link to her AO3 profile instead of any specific fic. But the point is uh, L. Rigby, who I talked about last week, L. Rigby 13. Um, she has written two epistolary fics in recent weeks um, that are both wonderful and fantastic and should be read and loved and I think that you should tell her that you love them as soon as you read them. Um, so I'm actually just linking to her AO3 so that you can check them out and you can tell her how good she is. So um, I'm also not then I'm not breaking my rule. I'm not I'm I'm 100% breaking my rule. I'm actually wrecking her more <laughs> than I would have if I just picked one fic to recommend. Whatever. They're both good. I couldn't pick one. So she gets two weeks in a row. Um, she's great. She's the best, I guess. I guess I have a huge crush on you, L. Rigby, 13, this month. Um, like you didn't know that. Psh, okay, whatever. <laughs> As if me gushing all over your comments wasn't something I do all the time. <sighs> Phantom friends are the best friends. And I, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Um, I hope that uh, you have a wonderful week. I hope that you have reason to laugh and to... Get a little swoony when you read these fix and forget just really the absolute hellscape we're living in right now. Um, so have a great week. Enjoy these. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And above all else, as always, get your ship together. <laughs> <laughs>